When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Cock Master, Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Brampard Rasmussen, the immunosuppressed Catherine Brandt. <laughs> Sitting in for Anthony, can't see Schrader. Immunodepressed. Suppressed. Suppressed. Or suppressed. Oh, I'm depressed. I knew there was somebody who was depressed. Yeah, you're immunodepressed. All right, we'll be right back. A little Tim Lammers and Kristen Burt today with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, 
and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. She's rocking out, man. That's all I know. Kind of like a Tim Lammers of the singing world. <laughs> That's right, baby. What's happening, me? Is this Tom Bernard and the immunosuppressed Catherine Brandt? Immunosuppressed. I like oh, that. She She's busy eating candy <laughs> right now. I am not. Good. I'm Ed. eating a Kate's Real Food Bar. Yeah. <laughs> she, she needs candy. You gotta, you gotta have energy if you're immunosuppressed. Exactly. You know? Bob Sansbury coughed all over I'm, the I'm studio. I'm coming to bat for you here, Catherine. Sandy. Coming to bat. So, San, Sandy coughed all over the studio yesterday. So, God knows what we're all gonna come down with. It's true. Well, lucky for me, I, I talk to Sandy every week, and lucky for me, he only coughs through the phone, so I, I don't <laughs> yeah, get that. Exactly. So you're okay. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. How how is everybody doing? Did everybody go to vote today? Are you in the uh, uh, the, the jurisdiction of this this ballot question? No, that we are not. No, change we the aren't. lives of everybody around them uh, tomorrow. Insanity tonight Ins- at midnight. Insanity. If it's if they vote that in there, did you see the the polling is forty four to forty two in favor oh. of getting rid of the police. What's Whoa. amazing, though, is the black communities are, like, yeah. not, they're against it. They're against it completely because they're going to be victimized by it the most. There's uh, three three uh, people of color that I spoke to, all against it. Yeah. All so what's interesting about that is isn't that just, you know, uh, the white savior complex coming through again? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's no question. I mean, Definitely. Ref- yeah, they can do reform without eliminating it. And the city council members can merely get uh, private security on the public dime when they need it. Yeah. So so there you go. Um, You know, it it is going to be interesting because if I were Chief Arredondo, I don't know if you heard his uh, deal earlier this week. I did, yeah. Yep. Um, And and, uh, (laughs) the balls of the... Uh, Lisa Bender going after him saying, oh, we're going to investigate you for ethics complaints. I will be shocked when that guy's um, tenure is up in uh, January if he sticks around. Why would you want to be undermined continually and slapped in the face continually when you're working your ass off to make things right? I know. Look at Axtell already said, screw it. You know, and he's, yes, St. Paul is the focus of it, too, I guess, you know, the Twin Cities. But, you know, obviously close enough to feel the heat of what's going on in Minneapolis. And he said, screw it. So, Arredondo, man, I, I have to hand it to him. I mean, he's stepping up and he's telling the truth and he's, again, working his ass off. And I hope he says, hey, up yours and leaves in January. Enough of this crap. Where, when did, uh, where did Lisa Bender grow up? I was trying to find out where she grew up. I can't find it anywhere. The South was I don't know. I, I can't. It doesn't say. She got a picture with Elon Omar wearing Elon for Congress T-shirt, though. Well, there you go. That that tells you everything you want to know. What an ass kisser. Oh, baby. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bitch about it too much because believe me, one way or the other, people will be bitching tomorrow. No, so, that's yeah because it's forty four forty two. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. going to there's gonna be positions for uh, officers 
They're hoping up in the surrounding areas. You know, maybe they'll expand their force a little bit. All of the people of means, all the people of color of means or of intellect are going to say, you know, I don't want to be down here. This is stressful for me. I've, I've had one I had one interaction with a woman who did that already. And what's going to happen is you're going to see you're going to see all the people that are, you know, are law-abiding citizens sort of like slowly creep out of the inner city. And you're going to have yep. this rot like you've never seen before in like these Detroit. inner cities. Oh, worse. Like worse, worse than, than Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, you're right about oh, that. Oh, it's already yeah. happening. Um, Country Club, which is a very upscale area in Edina, is having people follow women into their garages at gunpoint trying to take their cars. There you go. Well, all I can find on Lisa Bender is uh, prior uh, to running for office, she worked as a city planner for the city of San Francisco. Oh, there is a shock. So, and then, and then she worked for the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota Department of Transportation. So, I don't know if she's from San Francisco originally and moved here or what. She's not going to run for a re-election. I know that, but no, two pictures no. I can see of her: one's with Chris Cuomo, and the other's with Elizabeth Warren. So she barely, you can't be far left enough for this. The trifecta. Jesus. Look, I don't care. Yeah, If you're way left or way right, that's your business. I'm not going to argue. See, I'm not the kind of guy to go, you like him, I hate you then. I, you like who you like. I don't, you know, whatever. You're one person. You don't have any power. Why people get so pissed off at one another about this, I don't get. Why do they get so angry? I don't know. You know, and the sad part about it is, going back to your point uh, before, Catherine, <laughs> Uh, and I mentioned this last week. Uh, I'm trying to think of the specific news source because you can't believe everything, but it certainly makes sense. There were people in North Minneapolis pleading with Governor Walls to bring in the National Guard and yep. the State Patrol. Yep. I mean, that, that shows you how bad things are already. Now, another thing I should point out, too, is that Sheriff Hutchinson is obviously coming out against this, too, because who the hell is going to be pulled in to, to pick up the pieces should... Well, again, I don't think it's going to matter either way because ranks are down a third. But the the, the Hennepin County Sheriff's Department's got to pick up the slack then. I would think, you know? yeah. I think so. You know, and, and he's not shanking responsibility or anything like that. He's just trying to say, hey, folks, this is common sense, right? So, but anyway, protect and to, you know, to protect and to serve, you know, he will do his duty should, should he be called upon. But, you know. He also feels, you know, it's incumbent to say, hey, this is, this can't happen. This can't happen. It's going to be an interesting night when you, you know, normally remember how we used to gather to see who, you know, won and exit polling in certain districts. Now we're going to be gathering to see the results of a ballot question, yeah. which probably has never been done before. Oh, yeah. There's more interest in this ballot question than any other ballot question I think I've ever heard in my life. Will there be so, will there be uh, excitement over the result uh, in some of the communities? I mean, oh, in other words, do I you think, think do you think that you know that they'll just sort of let loose and just run amok? Well, I certainly think that the proponents of that the people gloating the most will be the city council members. <coughs> should it pass yeah. again uh, under the veil of of the private security that they're hiring? on the city's dime. Um, so you'll certainly see celebrations there. And uh, and again, it's, it's, it's just a mere suggestion sometimes, as we've seen, how, uh, oh, uh, people want to defund the police nationwide. All of a sudden, there seems to be this mindset that, oh, we can break the law now. 
Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's already happening. So could you imagine when the official word comes down, God forbid, that the, the, the police are going to be eliminated, essentially, what kind of wild, wild west or murder as is going to come to be known? Right. It already is. Uh, yeah. Well, how, it, how, how nuts is going to be overnight? We On Safe Streets, I think it's called. It's a real estate um, <clears throat> site where you can go and look at cities' crime rates and how their, how their schools stack up and all this kind of stuff. And um, we are now a three. 100 is the safest. We're the we're third three. worst yeah, state. Yeah, surprise me. <laughs> for, for school For safe. crime. What's For ahead crime. of us, Michigan and who else? I didn't Illinois. look. I didn't look. But we're we're a three. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Well, one other thing I want to point out about Sheriff Hutch. He says, you know what? If if people would look into it, we're already implementing the things for change right, within right. the department. You know, we have yep. social workers. We have all these things in place. We're trying. The public is speaking. And, yes, we do hear you. You know, yes, he agrees with this ballot question. But at the same time, yes. He is making changes within the department to meet those sorts of needs. So, my God, you know, and, and, and to not include, you know, as Arredondo claims, because one side says, oh, you knew everything, BS. They're saying that Arredondo didn't, you know, he has, he, he's not even invited in the discussion of this ballot. Right, language. right. So. Now, I don't know when we got into this, uh, we have to conquer everything, or, or, and we have to absolutely just blow up absolutely everything if we aren't happy. We can never compromise. There's no compromise. There's no conversation. When did we become this winner takes all? You know, yeah. rape and pillage the system because Social we didn't like it. Media. It's like you're doing the same Social thing. Social media <laughs> drives Bingo, bingo, Ralph. Social <laughs> media drives people's psyche. That is their new news source, regardless of what they're reading it's whatever news whatever's on there is news to them it is chapter and verse they're reading and that's what it is and you well, see i see this people they think they can become a physician because they go on the internet nope <laughs> <laughs> yeah nope. there are a lot of well, the one kidding thing me. i'd like to add about social media it really goes to show you how lazy the news media has become because how many times do they say Twitter says. Yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. if they look and see the 13 followers that that Twitter follower has, but, you know, geez, it's on Twitter, so therefore. But then again, all of these people gather up too. But it seems that so much reporting now is surrounding what is said on Twitter. Well, I mean, where, where is it picking up the damn phone or getting out in the streets and interviewing people and da da da? No, no, no. Let's just let's just click onto the Twitter column and see what they're saying. Well, do you think they want to get shot or carjacked? Why would they go out there? Mm-hmm. I want to well, know. Wasn't, good was, point. Wasn't there a radio guy in Minneapolis eight years ago that said on the air, digital is going to destroy the world? Yeah, I think his name was Tommy. Tommy. It might Tommy. have been TB. But I, eight years ago, I said this is going to destroy the world, and it is going to destroy the world mm-hmm. because morons run those things. Oh, 
And these people are so incredibly stupid I'm finding that they post my, these things. I'm finding myself missing a landline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, I'm like, I want to go back to the simple days. Yeah. Just pick up that big Just old home. Just pick up the phone. I'm going to take you back a little receiver. further, further, Catherine. Out here in the country, we had party lines oh, when yeah. I was growing up. So oh, for heaven's sake! We had to share yeah. the line with other folks in the neighborhood. What, are you a little house country. on the prairie there? Are you in Ingalls? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yep. Ingalls or Ingalls Wilder is my neighbor. You know what I really miss the most about landlines? Because I don't get to threaten to murder someone who calls and says nasty things to you and Alex on the phone in Florida. Remember that guy tried to call you and be all, you don't remember that? I don't know what you're talking about. No, we're, we're in Florida and a guy called, what, what are those calls again when they call and start talking filthy to women on the phone? That's called something. You don't remember that guy Dirty doing Dirty phone it? call. And I grabbed the phone from you and said, Listen. Oh, the guy that was breathing? Yeah. Then oh, we also, had a breather. Yeah. He also oh, was you, saying yeah. some stuff to you too. I don't remember. He had a breather. We had a breather on the phone. Heavy breather. I grabbed the phone from Catherine and suggested he not do that again. Did <laughs> Yes, I did. Uh, most and ever. also uh, slamming question. down a phone and back in those oh, days, that felt down. good. <laughs> if you were mad, like that was a good slam. That was the last <laughs> word. Yeah. Pushing yeah. a button angrily doesn't really. No, it just uh. doesn't compare to slamming down that. Did you ever do that where you hit the thing just more? Multiple times you were so mad, you're just like, ping up, ping up. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Works for me. That's all I know. So, Timmy, so, what anyway, else? Well, yeah, I mean, one last thing I was going to say about this whole policing situation. Again, I do have a, a dog in this fight, you know, growing up in a law enforcement family, a military family. Um, so, you know, I'm not one of these people spouting off for no reason. I've seen the lives of, of, of being a police officer, what it does, the stress the amount of guys. My old man made it to 87, but I guarantee you a lot of the guys that he worked with didn't make it that long. Oh, yeah. Died really yeah. young. You have no idea what goes into the life of a law enforcement officer. So, yes, I stand with the police. Do I think that the police are perfect? No, they are not perfect, just like every other occupation. But by God, again, guys like Sheriff Hutch and I'm sure Madario Arredondo are trying. Yep. They are trying, and you have to trust them because we need law enforcement. We and, don't need the Wild West, man. So, and they are, and my the, last words on that. And the, and actually, you know, you, you brought up the fact that the, the police departments are instituting programs to try to do their best to try to reduce um, reduce injuries, reducing like that. That's been going on forever, particularly since Rodney King. Oh yeah. I mean that, and you see that in the LA Police Department. When you see when you see we see them apprehend somebody on the car chases, you know they, they nothing to it. There's nothing to it, and they they have these protocols. And these guys, no one gets beat up, no one gets hurt. You know, you got to lay on the pavement a little bit, might get a little tar on your shirt. But aside from that, I mean, it's just not a it's not bad. You know, as long as you do what they told, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. And that's and those and those are protocols that have been put in place for the safety of everybody. Everybody. You know, what still shocks me about this whole situation is how anybody I guess again, I maybe you would call it the heat of the moment because everybody has a camera around you now. Yeah. You think that would curtail something. Oh, they're busy yeah. filming rapes on a train in Philadelphia. That was amazing. Or I shouldn't say Philadelphia. It was in Pennsylvania, but I don't know. I think it was in Philadelphia. But ten people watched a woman get raped and then took out their phones. We thought to call the police. No, nope. they started videoing the rape 
all yeah. ten of them. Wasn't there a wasn't there a really brutal stabbing in New York, and there was a there was a law enacted that you couldn't you had to help a victim. Yeah. yeah. What happened to that? Never worked. No. How about um, last night? Did you hear about last night in Minneapolis, South Minneapolis? No, I luckily and unregrettably did not watch the news this morning. Last <laughs> night, ladies and gentlemen, in South Minneapolis, six armed carjackings. Yeah. Six of them. Mm-hmm. And they were carrying pistols. It is got. You know that there are one and a half to two carjackings a day in Minnesota now? Uber and Lyft drivers are constantly... Yep. being um, carjacked now. Well, I thought, Tommy, you were going to say that somebody got shot in Minneapolis because y- you can that click too. into the Star Tribune every single day and every night something happens. Somebody gets shot almost every single night. And I'm talking one or more. You yep. know, so, yep. again, people think that it's going to be uh, the promised land if they uh, get a, get rid of the cops. Boy, oh, what a joke. They're going to be shocked at how quickly things change. And you we're talking hours, within hours. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, speaking of stuff that really doesn't matter, movies. <laughs> you yeah, guys catch anything go. lately? I know, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, what was the big, yeah, last week wasn't a big week for, you know, wide releases. We got the Eternals coming up this week. Um, but uh, I know Ralph didn't like Dune. But uh, not enough, enough Dune bashing. Enough, enough Dune, Dune bashing. bashing. That, there that, is going to be number two. I got a hold of Ralph right. on Twitter. Uh, yeah. We message. We private message. We don't call each other out on Twitter and start fights between us. Uh, <laughs> Fisticuffs on Twitter. Evil, do- evil Doctor Basham on Twitter. No, no, I no. But I, I, I note, uh, got a hold of him last week. There is going to be a number two. So hopefully things are going to come together for you. Uh, Ralph, well, now that we're getting part two. Well, what I, what one of the things that uh, we sort of became, uh, I was together with family and uh, family and staff this past weekend, and one one, pe- one person did point out is that this story, even though it is it's it is is hollow, has a lot of the it doesn't have a lot of the background. What this does lay the groundwork for is all of the other backstory movies, the way they've done with Star Wars, to, to explain this. So, so then you're gonna you're gonna have all the other stories that are coming from this. So it's, it it will be a multiple uh, movie genre or multiple uh, franchise movie franchise mm. for for them. So you're gonna all that backstory will come with these other movies, and it can now now as far as merchandising, marketing a franchise in the movie make complete sense. And sure, the criticisms, sure. criticisms really are kind of my criticism at that point are kind of hollow because it's just, it, it's a vehicle for that. Sure. Well, yeah. one movie I will recommend, and I hope you all like. It's on Netflix. I mentioned it briefly last week. It's called Army of Thieves. It's a heist comedy, um, a prequel to the zombie heist thriller <laughs> oh, Army of the Dead. Sure. It takes place in a completely different genre. It's interesting the way they do it because they're in Europe. They're going to crack these legendary safes that are located across Europe. And during that time, the zombie epidemic that broke out in Vegas, the setting of Army of the Dead, is going on in the background. So the events are tied together. But again, by and large, it's a heist comedy with some romance involved, too. It's really, really entertaining. So even if you don't like the zombie genre, just watch Army of Thieves and stop there. 
Um, but boy, I, I was so impressed by this movie. It, it's a great movie. Well, there you have it. So there's my my recommendation this week, Tom. Now, did you see any movies that you didn't like or or horror <clears throat> shows like the Vikings losing to the Cowboys? Catherine was out of town for four days, so I watched... Uh, Apparently loads of television. I watched uh, <laughs> seven TV shows and four movies, and I got through 20 minutes of each one of them. Oh, I heard why. It's I heard why. dreadful. My God, the, the ass-kissing in Hollywood. Get off your knees, for Christ's sake. Just the ass-kissing of a, oh, you're so right. We need to destroy America. Uh, shut up. Well, go, go I take it then that you, you didn't watch Colin in Black and White, uh, the new Netflix series about the early days of Colin Kaepernick as a football player? Uh, there's one guy. I will never watch football again because of that pig. <laughs> this guy's worth tens and tens, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars at this point, but apparently America sucks. Okay, you sucked as a quarterback. You're a moron, but uh, somehow you made millions. No, he, he says something far more sinful than America sucks. Oh, does he? Well, uh, he equated the NFL to what? Slavery. <laughs> 25 That's an interesting million a year. take. 25 million a year for slavery. Yeah, he is he... the public face of Nike, which... I know. You know, made where, by slaves. The, where are those shoes manufactured? Yeah, made by slaves in, in China. Absolutely. Yeah. The Uyghurs. Yeah. The level of hypocrisy is stupefying. And they stand by and watch it go, oh, they're calling what a, he was treated so poorly. Shut up. Right. God, what a disgusting pig that man is. Yeah. Don't buy Nike shoes. I never do. Don't I, buy I don't any of that wear. Nike product. All the free stuff I got from the U, that Nike stuff, I threw it all away. I'm not wearing that crap. Yeah, I don't support yeah. slavery. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you that's, I'm that's... looking down at what I'm wearing right now to make sure. People in the camera. Yeah, I will say then, yeah, I mean, obviously, um, that's your choices of, of entertainment now, and that sucks yeah so but but you know like i say i will say again a movie like um army of thieves doesn't bother with any of that it's just good old-fashioned entertainment it's just spectacularly made inventive um but you know they don't have to puke in their politics on top of it you know it's just a fun movie and i love that sort of stuff so there is hope tom if you want to see something like that all right, we only got one minute left, so I have a question for everybody here. <clears throat> and, of course, Timmy on the phone. I still have not figured out the equation they used to get from, for, for hundreds of years, a certain group of people were treated like dirt. So the way to fix that is treat a bunch of different people like yeah, dirt. Treat everybody like dirt. <laughs> what? That's your answer? Is the horrible thing that happened to those people, of course, Africans that came to America, the, be- the, the best way to remedy that is to now turn on uh, another group of people and treat them like dirt. That makes no sense at all to me. Uh, completely. I mean, it, there, you know, it's, it was a horrific thing that of happened. Course, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yet it, it, it was it just her- absolutely horrific. But Native Americans, eh, yeah, it, it right. was as, as bad for them. I'm yep. not going to say worse. I'm not going to say better. As bad for them. There would genocide went on, healthy genocide. In fact, you know, we even recruited black people 
you know, to, to help us with that genocide of the Native Americans. So, you know, there, there's there's levels of, of badness, but, you know, we you at some point we have to heal this. you got to heal. you got to say, okay, it happened. Let's try to do whatever we can to help everybody be on the same playing field. And some people don't feel like they're on the same playing field, and that's okay. And they may not be. I just don't know. I, I, I've, I've reflected on this. I, you, all you have to reflect on or base things on is your own personal experience. And, it's, and sometimes it's hard for you to believe, you know, how somebody else could be disadvantaged. But right. clearly it, it, it goes on. Well, the answer to that, I guess, I mean, we do have to take a break here. But the answer to that, of course, is there are not enough Native Americans to, to uh, affect the vote. That's why they don't care. That's why all these people out there don't care about Native Americans, because there aren't enough of them to change an election. That's that's, disgusting. That's that's biting. It is. That's a biting comment. We shall take a break and be right back in a couple of minutes with Timmy Lammers. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like Suburban Manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business belt? We certainly hope so, Tommy, and that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. 
just kind of waiting for that old vote to come through. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I want to. I want to go back to the days where only property owners can <laughs> vote. vote. Now, exactly. That being said, I would not be able to vote because the you know the domestic goddess. And you keep that under your hat. Domestic Catherine. goddess, yeah. The domestic goddess. She's the property owner, so I wouldn't get to vote. You wouldn't get to vote at all. No, See? I'd be out of it. Sh- shut up and sit in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Ralph, get me a beer. You get nothing. And Put on like your it. dunce hat. <laughs> oh, I did watch a show called Mind Hunters last night. That was I only saw I only saw the first episode, which was kind of setting everything else up, so it wasn't that great. But it was the setup episode. Uh, have you ever watched it? Is this the one um, that the early days of the FBI? Yes. Um, oh. With uh, uh, Jonathan Groff and Hoyt something, yeah. McElhaney. Yeah, yep. great show. Stay with it. Okay, good. Stay good. with it. It's a great show. Sadly, it only came, uh, it only aired two uh, seasons and it came to an end there. That's what I heard. Yeah, 19 and 20. But, uh, 18 there and is, I will just pre quick preview for you. Obviously, they interview uh real life not the real real criminals but notorious criminals and this guy that plays edmund kemper is chilling well there's people who play other i I don't want to spoil for you other Mm -hmm. people that they talk to but it is chilling stuff because this stuff really went down so yeah i mean i think you've uh, you've probably interviewed john is it john douglas yeah, the, the yep. famous profiler. Yes, yes. yes. So it's basically him. it's basically based on him uh, and the start of this unit uh, within the government. And uh, yeah, fascinating and unnerving at times. No question about that. We'll give it a whore. What's it called? Mine hunter, yeah, right? Mine hunters. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and and did this all start after uh, you know the uh, oh what was the Truman Capote novel? Uh, what, Oh, in cold, in cold blood. blood. In cold blood. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think, yeah. You know, this it, it's in the seventies, isn't it, Tom? Uh, yes, it was the nineteen seventy-two. Huh. I think is when it, when it take first takes place. But when I did... think it was a big deal because they started using cassette tapes to read. Yes, that's oh, okay. exactly. <laughs> yeah, cassettes were huge. No, it, the first episode, like I said, it, it was the established the the, mm-hmm. the, the storyline. So so it was good, but it wasn't great because they were busy establishing. Yeah. Oh, believe me, it, it gets great. It gets great in a big hurry, and uh, I think once you start, you're going to want to just go to right to the next one. After that, although, um, although that, that again's quickly, on Netflix. I should remind people. It is also on Netflix. On Netflix I uh, finally got to the end of that batshit crazy. <laughs> Midnight Mass, and the reason I say batshit. Oh, we got yeah. one more, two more episodes ago. Uh, I'm never good. gonna watch it. Oh yeah, batshit crazy, and I don't, <laughs> you'll know why I use those words once you see it. One thing I like. A, I, well, one thing. Well, I actually, like a, you do know. You do know already. If you if you saw through episode three, you do know what I mean by bat. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, and I like the show because it is slow, but at the end of each episode. It ends it with like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? Right. So you they have, do a good job. yeah, they they do a good job carrying you over into the next episode. Yeah, I think I'm on. I think I'm about to start episode five. I think. How many are there? Six or seven? Six. I, I thought there was eight. <clears throat> well, are there eight? Seven. 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 Okay. Right. 
Now, what I find interesting about this show, and again, Tom, you, you pointed out with agendas coming into play, you this show could easily be one of these bash Catholicism things. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. But, but they really do a, 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 an even job. There's a great balance of presenting both points of view. Now, granted, you have, and I'm talking maybe more of a balanced approach from the guy who plays uh, the Monsignor, who is a brilliant actor. Mm-hmm. Um, then he has his, his, I don't even know what you would call her, a deacon or whatever, who is just oh. far, yeah. she's out of, yeah, she's <laughs> Oh, I hate her. I know. I'm going to slap her. I know. Yeah, she's terrible. But, but the, the, to me, one of the best uh, instances of dialogue, back and forth, two people sitting and arguing about, you know, uh, the graces of God or not, uh, was the uh, guy named Riley, mm-hmm. who was the guy that got out of prison after serving four years for vehicular manslaughter, and the priest. And the way they go back and forth, it is so intense. I swear to God, one of the best exchanges of dialogue. That, again, I don't know if you remember season two, they were having their first quote-unquote AA meeting oh, um, yeah. in this yeah. rec oh, center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible stuff. So, I mean, this thing is so incredibly well written. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to seek out everything else that Mike Flanagan has done. Uh, and his wife, who plays, um, uh, what, what, you interviewed her, Tom. What's her name? Um, Katie, uh, Katie Siegel. Siegel. Katie yeah. Siegel, yeah. She's terrific. Yeah, yeah. A, a movie that they did not too long ago, all of a sudden is trending higher on Netflix. It's like the 10th most viewed uh, movie on Netflix now or show. So, uh, but they did the haunting of Hill House, uh, the haunting of Bly yes, Manor. Right, right. Uh, he, he, a brilliant writer. God, he's got everything going. So, yeah. So it's interesting again because they present both points of view, and you you can agree or disagree. That doesn't matter. I love that that it leaves you room to say, well, I see that point, and I see that point. Blah blah blah. Right. And uh, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a rare bird. That's for sure. I'm telling you, you guys are talking about some good shows. Their Mind Hunter's good. We got Midnight Mass is good. Did you did you watch the first two episodes yet, Alex? I watched the first episodes with you, and then you guys watched it without me. And no. I will never watch it by myself. I thought we watched. <laughs> no, you shouldn't watch it by yourself. I'll never watch it by myself. I thought we only watched the first two episodes. Did we watch three? You watched a lot. No, I we don't. didn't. Yes, you it's did. only seven. Then. I know we didn't watch more than three. That I know. For I'm sure. just Switzerland. Oh God! Right here. You got some. You got <laughs> some wild I'm stuff Swiss. to come next. Yeah, I would. I would not watch that by myself. So I don't really know. Well, then how come I to the house and we'll watch you. three again because your mother ruined it for you. So well, you I know. will say that it, you know, <laughs> it gets more so horrific. It gets more horrific as it goes I along. Bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it you know, does. It's, it's billed as a horror show, and you're thinking, well, you know, really in the first few episodes, you really don't go there. You get little bits of right. stuff here yes. and there. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, it gets to a point, I think episode six is where all hell breaks loose. So you got two good, two solid episodes of flat-out Horror, but again, insightful thinking on on Mike Flanagan's part uh, that really makes it a well-rounded story. So, Tim, how many cats had to give their lives in that first episode? <laughs> oh, my God. I know, right? I was like, oh, this is horrifying. Wow. Yeah. It's like yeah, 2,000 cats dead on a beach. Lining <laughs> yeah, the beach, man. That was... Well, yeah, that was not a scene for the faint of heart no. of cat lovers. Yeah, oh, it was that was... Not. Yikes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know that was horrifying. Part I'm like, kitties. oh no, not the cat. That was like the most terrifying thing out of the whole the episodes kitties. that I've watched was the cats. I was like, that's well, horrifying. It's like they're did all just Peter, so weird. <laughs> the whole did like, Peter go after uh, the the show for the depiction of dead cats? No, they're too busy uh, trying to rename the bullpen. <laughs> what did they want to name it again? An arm barn. Arm barn. <laughs> First of all. They do what? not execute bulls. <laughs> I know. They don't. They so they line them up and they kill them. And, no, we don't eat bull meat. They're, you don't eat bull. Bulls live full lives. They don't get slaughtered like cows do. Okay. Well, you know how PETA came out with that whole thing with Fauci. That was legitimate. Yeah. That was That's co- finally you know, they yes. did something worthwhile. But then they do this I right know. after, where they want to rename the bullpen because it's insensitive to bulls. Bars. Oh well, see, they got a little traction, so they have. That's the problem with PETA. They did all this overreach, crazy stuff that doesn't make any difference. I can just see. Well, put your right money now, towards actually helping animals that are being abused. It's How about that? All about the pub. That's yeah. all it's about. It is you know, indeed. it's like, yes. oh wait, wait, wait a second. There's a week where we're not relevant. We got to come up with some crazy stuff. Right. I know. And I saw that story. I sent it to Candace. I said, "This has the morning show written all over it." <laughs> I'm like, "You got to talk about this on the morning show. This is ridiculous." Oh, yeah. The wait, arm bar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're saying that. Bullpen refers to a place where they keep bulls before they're slaughtered. Before they're slaughtered. And it's correct. insensitive to bulls. It hurts their feelings. I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not certain that's correct. Because, <laughs> because a bull is kept so he can inseminate exactly. cows. That's <laughs> really the only reason why they're And kept. that's why they keep them in a pen because they're kind of mean. Yeah. I so don't. you keep them in the pen. That pen, I don't. I don't know. Every time of, I think or, of a bull, I think of Ferdinand sniffing flowers. Oh, yeah. Love it. Or you, put the, or you put the cow in with the bull in the pen so the cow can't get away. Yeah. And give, give a little music and <laughs> some candles. Because that, that's exactly what they do whenever whenever they're doing um, they're doing uh, semen collection. Yeah. For horses, they yeah, bring this, this giant this nasty <laughs> stallion in. Mm-hmm. They get him worked up with a mare, and then they collect his semen, split it up, and ship it all over the world. Doesn't have to be nasty. I had a nice stallion. He was a sweetie pie. Yeah, so he it? bit me. Uh, there you go. <laughs> you. Scotty bit you. How many times do I have to say? It was a gelding. How no. Many? Wait, then he's not Everybody a stallion. Bit he's you. not a stallion. stallion. stallion My point. Bit me. No, he Remember had I, a she had a stallion that was very nice. Yeah. Bit a gelding bit Tom. No, no. Scotty was, bit you. No, yeah. you asked me to bring the stallion in, and I didn't. I thought you did it no. like a dog. You're trying to the end of the you're leash. trying to make it sound more manly. <laughs> no, 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 stallion <laughs> bit you. A stallion, stallion bit me. It was a donkey. Yeah, it was actually, I will tell you flat out. I know this bronco. because here's how it happened. I thought you would just do it like walking a dog. You grab the end yeah. of the leash and you walk it in, but you don't do You grab it under their chin, which I didn't know, and it bit me right on the left tricep. So I turned around and punched it in the head, and it looked at me like, that's all you got? <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's, I've said it before, Tom. You're a saint for living with this. I know! Putting up with being bit by stallions that should not be kept because they're evil. She never pony. bit anybody but you. They all have... <laughs> They all have red eyes. Stallions have red eyes. Fire coming out of their nostrils. He was like the least crazy horse. Except for when he bit me. (laughs) Well, you asked for it. Oh, I asked for it. Yeah, never mind. Well, I wish somebody told me it's not a puppy. 
And I wouldn't grab it on the chin for fear they bite your finger up. Man, I don't. I don't a lot like big animals like that. Boom. They're beautiful though. Ralph and I agree. They're beautiful to look at out in that field. Oh, yeah, good looking. I want no parts of taking care of them. Ooh. No doubt about it. I Rough. love Dishi. Dish. Is he still around? No. no he, he died? died? <laughs> he would have been like 35 well, by now. you said that you still had two horses or something. Yeah, well, that's something else. That's oh! It's a whole podcast. I don't let's, know about this. Let's examine this, shall we? Two horses that won't die. Two horses that won't die. Alex, Alex is Duchess. still alive, and Duchess is still alive. What are alive? they? Forty? Yeah, they're old. Where they are gotta they? They got to be literally thirty. Yeah, they're getting up there. Yeah, they won't die. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> Where are they? It's because they're well taken care of. I need to go throw them out in some field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for yourself. Poor I can't thing. believe Alex is still alive. I know. Yeah, well, that's and that's and that is that is one of the good things and the bad things about riding horses. The good and bad thing about riding horses because they are pets. They are pets. They become pets, and that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And there's not you can't just sell them off. You can't just sell them to sit here. Oh, Jimmy, here you take this one or give them. Away. No, they're pets. You have an emotional attachment. That's the reality of having horses. Nothing wrong with it, but that's hey. that's it. How about dogs in the inner city? My favorite. No, oh. dogs in the inner city. Hey, I uh, heard your grandpa gave uh, your dog a ride the other day. Where'd they go? I don't know. The dog never came back. <laughs> Whoa. Went to the farm. Went to the farm. Yeah, the dog's living on a farm now. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Sure he is. Oh, well. Tim, you ever have a dog? I have dogs. I've had dogs my entire life. Sadly, oh, okay. I must say, it has hit me hard a couple weeks ago. Uh, we had to put down our 16-year-old uh, Australian cattle dog. Yep. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Horrible. It was tough. You know, the longer they're around, man, you think, oh, they had a good life, blah, blah, blah. But yep. I know you you and uh, uh, Catherine and Alex and Andy what, what was um, Cassie. Yeah. Russell. Cassie Russell. He, he was quite old, wasn't 18. he? 18. He was 18. You know, 18. and, I, and Mike, Mike Bryant went with me to uh, the eternal screening, and I told him about it. He said he had a dog that was 19. Wow. God. Bella was, Bella was. I mean, it's crazy. There, so you don't think there. it's going to hit you, but it right. really oh, it's, oh, God, worse. Oh, I, my dog two weeks ago went to the vet and Dan took them, both of our dogs to the vet, but Birch, who's like nine or 10, we're not sure. He's a lab corgi mix. And I asked Dan how it went, and he was like, oh, well, the vet said that he has a little bit of arthritis in his hips, and it's expected at his age. I started crying. Because <laughs> oh, I was like, this dog cannot age. He is the best dog you he could is ever. Virgie, sweet. Virgie is a very sweet animal. the best dog you could possibly find. Well, and so I'm just like, he cannot die. He can't die. I can't know. There's no sign of no. aging. He can't feel any pain. It's not allowed. <laughs> no, thank you. I was uh, I was brushing Jude's teeth. I was dog sitting. I was brushing Jude's teeth, and Birch came over. And, mm-hmm. and was like, curling his lip up, like, you're going to brush mine too, right? <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's just like, I'll do, I want you to do that to me, too. <laughs> he's a great dog. Oh, I know. Well, nice. as I often say, I mean, people can learn a lot from dogs, not humping legs. Don't ever do that. 
No. Doing it right now. I've never had a. Jude's the only humpy dog. He hasn't humped anything in a long time. He used to hump Bella all the time. Well, she okay. she let him on. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> Mom! Teeth. Uh, she was a victim. As soon as she had her teeth, as soon as she had her teeth fixed, I saw him looking at him. She was looking at him all the time. You mean teeth fixed? Teeth all taken out? She had like no teeth left. No, but so she gave him the eye. She would give him the eye. I saw from across the room. It's kind of disturbing. I don't know what went on between the two of them. Oh my god! My point. How, how Dan would yell at Jude when he would hump Bella? Oh my god! <laughs> he was just like, "You're disgusting!" Like, just so upset dog. about it. It's he was defiling our sweet tiny angel dog. Yeah, she was she, such an angel. She, hey. Holy God! Look, I saw I saw it go on. She brought it on herself. Okay, as long as you were in a minority male not, with a hat. Whatever happened? <laughs> yeah, not a minority short male with a hat. He, she and hated she, and, short males with hats Bella, because she was she was abused. Bella was good looking too. <laughs> she was a cute dog. She I know. Cute. See. Hey, whatever yeah. happened to the Me Too movement, you guys? Yeah. Come on. Me too. Well, I will say again, you know, look, dogs look at you. Uh, they're non-judgmental. They love you for who you are. Doesn't matter what you look like. I wish more humans could act like that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We can learn a lot from dogs. We really can. I, I've always, and I think that's the reason I've always loved them mm-hmm. so much is that they, they've been such wonderful companions. So thankfully we still have two in the household along with two cats. That's a different story. They're like, kiss my ass. I can do what I want. Bob Sansevier is trying to unload a chihuahua. I actually, yeah, he, he found a chihuahua. home. What? He, te- he texted me. He found a home for the chihuahua. Ah, oh. oh, good, good, good. Right. I've been worried yeah, about his chihuahua. On a farm, because that's where chihuahuas belong. I was going to say, yes. going to get oh, eaten no by a hawk. <laughs> Five seconds. Les Nesman had the best line ever. Wasn't that dog a Chihuahua? <laughs> yes, yes, it was Les. Chihuahua. 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 <laughs> That's what it looks like. It does indeed. Oh, well, last night, you know, as we know, Catherine and Alex were out of town for four days. So last night I go to give Catherine a kiss goodnight. I give her a hug and a kiss. The whole time I'm kissing her, Jude is jumping up, hitting her in her in yeah. her butt. He was trying to push me away from you. He was, he was trying to push her away from me because I was kissing her goodnight. He's uh, like, get away like from you her, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> I want attention. Jude. Well, didn't you have one of our dogs bark at Dad when you were pregnant? If he like came near you? Oh yeah, I had a um, Irish Setter. Yep. When I was pregnant, mm-hmm. and I wasn't showing her anything, and. He, he leaned over to kiss me, and the dog, like, flung himself over my belly yeah. and growled at him. Yeah, they're very protective. I oh, had yeah. an Irish setter when I was a newborn. My parents did. And that dog would get mad at my parents if they tried to scold me, like, when I became a toddler. Oh, and oh, she God. slept underneath my crib every night. Oh, I was, like, her little puppy. And oh. she's like, you're not going to yell at my kid. Birch. <laughs> Birch was very protective of Fawn when she was a newborn. Yes. He, like, has never growled at anybody in his life mm-hmm. but and like Bella would go near Fawn when she was a newborn and he'd be like mm, Bella like, wasn't very trustworthy me? either as well as being you know a yeah. well, Bella, was very, <laughs> Bella was very okay rest in peace Ralphie likes that one see you saw it too see? oh my god this is, you turn You're around, all you know, and, Dan, and Dan saw it too and Dan you know Everybody it was embarrassing it. it was embarrassing god. you're absolutely right you're all the worst no getting around it <laughs> Bella was Cheat. 
Bella was a tease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Ridiculous. We knew that Ashley was pregnant with Brooklyn. I knew Ashley was pregnant with we did before Ashley told us. She'd gone through she they're very private about their uh uh, implantation, and they're just qu- just quiet and private about it. She didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. And, and one day, about two or three weeks after she had had this, in about two or three weeks before she told us, she says, "Oh, the German Shepherd Ranger." And I said, "Ranger, oh, Ranger's been spending. He would just spent the whole day with me, and it's just uh, so nice." Yeah, and she, they know. He, you know, I heard this, heard her tell Lindsay this, and Lindsay hangs up the phone. I go, Ashley's pregnant. <laughs> and it's saying because dogs, I, you know, I don't know. I'm sure that a woman's um, body odor yeah, changes. changes. Oh, hormones, change, for sure. Hormonal changes. <clears throat> if a then, dog can smell cancer in a person, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Or low sh- blood sugar. I mean, mm-hmm. all those yeah. sort of things that, that go on. Yep. There's There are changes, and that's exactly what it is. And they become they become protective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Birch used to sit in the doorway of the bathroom whenever I was vomiting. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, He'd so like so. sit there like, oh, you I'm sure you. he would hold your hair back if, if he, he could. had hands. If he could. <laughs> Get opposable thumbs. Careful, careful, get your hair out of there. <laughs> All right, Timmy, we've got a couple of minutes left. What else are you recommending, Pally? Um, well, boy, I'm trying to think if there was one show I can tell you to avoid is on Paramount Plus. Um, uh, it's with Kate Beckinsale, and I was so excited. But again, you like know, her. pushing the personal crap in there, oh, yeah. personal agendas just ruins it. I agree. And there's another thing um, on Netflix, Don't Waste It, The Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. Um, Rob Lowe hosts it. And oh. you think, oh, this is going to be funny. And no, no, basically it's a bunch of woke critics going after people like Clint Eastwood and for what? films that he did 50 years ago. Oh, and, my God. You know, it's like, you, want, really? you know what? Don't go after Clint. No. You, you, you no. lost me, man. Do not go after Clint. But, you know, it, 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 the, the true cliche of the whole show is that all these stodgy, snobby-ass, dressing weird critics, you know, give it, give, giving their opinions like they, they really matter. <laughs> you know, it's just a bunch of BS that I, I really, I was shocked. And, and and because again, you know, attack. There were some funny parts of it, but uh, so it's not a recommendation, Tom. It is a must avoid. Attack must. of the Hollywood cliches. And what's her next blockbuster? Netflix. No, no. What next block? Next blockbuster in the theaters. Mm. Between now and the, now. Well, and the... I, I think that you're going to see a lot of people going to uh, Eternals. Okay. which is Marvel's latest um, that's oh, okay. coming out Friday. Um, <laughs> I don't just even hear about these. We'll be reviewing it in full on, on KQ on Thursday. To me, it's going to be a tough road to hoe because, you know, it's not like a, a going into a Spider-Man or a Hulk or, you know, we know so many of these superheroes. Now, all of a sudden, they're bringing forth a property that certainly comic book lovers know. And, you know, that was the advantage of Mike Bryant going in. He knew the Eternals, but I didn't. So it's much harder to get a grasp mm-hmm. of that. But anyway, that's what, what Marvel is hoping for. To me, the best Marvel movie of the year so far is uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Brilliant movie. A lot of fun. Um, so that's coming out. I think you could probably rent it on premium video now, but it'll be on Disney Plus in a few weeks. But they released that in theaters only in September. So, you know. There, there's a lot of stuff coming. Uh, Dune had another number one showing this past week uh, because of the weak openings that, uh, of the other films. But 
Uh, yeah, things are going to start changing. Ghostbusters is coming up. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, Ghostbusters, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The baby Ghostbusters. Yeah. So, but we're, we're in the blockbuster season the next yeah. We next definitely weeks, are. So. Holiday yeah. movie season slash award season, which are kind of going hand in hand now. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely starting, starting uh, this week. And what will we have on Christmas Day? That seems to be a big movie weekend. Is there anything particular that you know um, on Christmas, for Christmas right Day? Right before Christmas, Matrix, the Matrix reboot. Ugh. It's coming out. We got Keanu back for that one. Okay. I can't. I, I can't remember exactly what the title is, uh, but it's the fourth Matrix film. So okay. that'll be one of the biggest releases then. There you have it, Timmy. We'll talk to you on Thursday, Pally. All right, Tommy. Have a great weekend, everybody. And Tommy, we'll talk Thursday. Bye. See ya. We'll be back with the family. <laughs> <laughs>